0: Good morning folks, how's it going today? Welcome to Tomorrow's Headlines Today with me, your host, Robin Cunningham. Tomorrow's Headlines Today, I still really like that. So, first of all, everybody, thank you for your birthday wishes yesterday. It really means a lot. Last year, I had like 15 people say happy birthday to me. So, it was really a big blessing. Um, I think, um, actually my sister, my brothers, uh, my dad, I think only my mom is the only person in my family who said happy birthday to me yesterday. Maybe they forgot. It's okay. (laughs) I don't get my validation from people. I get my validation from Jesus. So there's no real, there's no real concern to me. But I do appreciate the birthday wishes, honestly. Um, Also, please remember to like and subscribe to our video. And I would highly recommend that you check and make sure that your notifications are still clicked because we have had a string of people especially yesterday tell us that they're not getting notifications for our videos and we've also noticed that our watches went down from we were average we average about a thousand views a day or more uh but they went down to like 300 400 views and people were saying that they're not getting notifications it's not showing up they had to hunt for the video it wasn't in their watch list It was being pushed down and all this other stuff so i highly recommend folks like and share the ever loving whatever out of these videos and make sure that you are uh, still getting notifications because shadow ban, when you talk about the stuff we talk about, when you give the truth, even when the the prophets of, of this day and age are sitting back and doing nothing and not prophesying about this and staying out of it because it's not their place to get involved in politics, Psh. It is it is one hundred percent, absolutely a Christian's place to get involved in politics, and that may be something that is is offensive to you, and I'm I apologize for offending you, but I'm not going to apologize for what I said. At the very least, if we don't pray and keep up on politics, which I'm, I if it wasn't for me praying, I wouldn't even know what was going on. But for those of you that watch the news, you know, you can pray into that. All right. If you're still watching the news, if God hasn't give, you know, has said, go ahead and watch the news, then <laughs> you can pray into the politics. And I highly recommend that you do pray into politics because we are the ones that change things, folks. That's why we're told to pray for our leadership. And praying for your leadership does not mean that you you bless them when they're corrupt and evil. It means you pray for purity in their seat that they will come to know God and His, and they will make good decisions that will lead us on a, a path of peace and not on a path of destruction or judgment like a certain blue party is doing in America right now, you know? Um, and I know some of you watching this might be Democrats, but I feel like that's probably not the case, but it, could, it could, very well could be. And I've got nothing against people who are Democrats, to tell you the truth. I really don't. Because a lot of people you know, a lot of, I know that there are Christians who are Democrats. Personally, I couldn't be um, part of a party that is pro taking the life of an unborn child. I'm sorry. I just, I just couldn't do it. And if there was, I'll tell you what, if the Republican party came out and said that they were okay with that, I'd walk away from the Republican party too. And I would just pray and And uh, pray God's will over what was going on. And we're going to actually talk about God's will anyway. But I wasn't here to give a political speech. But I got fired up when I watched a prophetic evangelist from my area. And I live in Tennessee. That's all you know what part of Tennessee. uh, Say that the prophets need to keep their nose out of politics. And they need to stop saying Trump's coming back. And stop saying that things are going to be exposed and all this other stuff. No. No. You need to stand up for what God is doing in this nation. And I am sick and tired of those, of those prophetic voices that are cowards. I'm sick of it. You need to stand up for what God stands for. And I'm not saying that they're unrighteous people and that they're not holy and that they're living in sin or anything like that. Don't get me wrong. But they're acting in a spirit of fear and intimidation. And they think that it's wisdom. Wisdom. Wisdom to sit back and be like, well, just let God do what he's gonna do. It's that mindset, it's that mindset that would've made us lose our country. It's that complacency that would've made us lose our country. Because February 5th, 2021, I was praying very early in the morning, three, four o'clock in the morning, and I had a visitation from Jesus. And he said, because of the church's prayers, that America would be redeemed, that what was happening would be exposed Because we prayed from from May until February and we're still praying. That's what changed things. That's why God is not going to allow America to come under enemy occupation. That's why what happened on 11-3 is being exposed. That's why. Not because we were complacent Christians who just minded our own business and didn't say anything and just worried about preaching the gospel. Well, part of preaching the gospel is preaching God's will. All right? And when you have a word and you choose not to release it because you're afraid of what your community will say because you're afraid that, uh, well, they're not verifying this or, or, oh, it looks like they got this date wrong. Oh, it looks like they got that date wrong. You know, there's there needs to be a, a prophetic check where if we're saying, hey, on March 4th, hey, on January 6th, then those are wrong. And those are wrong prophecies. that came from the wrong spirit. Yes, we need to be checked. But you also need to have grace for those people who are learning to hear god's voice as well all right anyway let me get off of my high horse here and let's talk about today so we did a meeting with timothy dixon yesterday we really loved it it was a lot of fun uh he is fun to talk to Um, and we were really flowing and there was a lot of stuff that was released uh, that if you haven't seen it yet you need to go watch it because it was awesome Uh, We're talking about the outpouring of God's fire. And actually, I had a visitation from the Lord this morning. And uh, most of what I have to give you today is actually what the Lord told me through uh, open vision. Um, And he was just standing there preaching right in my ear. So I just wrote it down what he said, okay? Uh, Remember, if this ministry has been a blessing to you, if you want to support us, uh, this is what we do full time. Um, If you want to support us and help us to continue to uh, get the message out. Get the word out. Keep giving you the headlines before the headlines or the uh, tomorrow's headlines today. We It's firesidegrace.com. We also have um, a Venmo, which is like Brandy. Uh, it's Brandy's Venmo. The, the Fireside Grace Ministries Venmo that we have, uh, I would recommend. With the, the, we have to pay for that, and it's going to expire soon, and I don't really particularly want to pay for it. Um, But anyway, that's in our description. You can check that out. Uh, Also, our monthly partners on Sundays, I just want to clarify for those of you who are monthly partners, we do a weekly thing on Sunday where we're starting to do teachings and stuff, and we're actually working on our teachings for that uh, right now. But the link that we sent you the first night that we did that, that is an ongoing link. It will be the same link every week. So just save that link, and when Sunday comes, you just click on it, and you come into the group, and we'll sit down, and maybe we'll worship, maybe we'll... Uh, maybe we won't. We'll see. We like to play it by ear with the Holy Spirit, but we will definitely, uh, have communion and fellowship and, and it's awesome. So if you want to be a monthly partner, you want to be a part of this weekly meeting, we all get together. We all take turns talking. Um, we try and keep, we're trying to keep it organized. So, you know, whatever, but become a monthly partner. We'll send you the link, uh, and you can come in on Sunday as well. Okay. Um, while we're out in July, we'll let you know that, uh, while we're out in July, we'll be traveling. Um, I'm still gonna try and do these headlines and stuff, but we're gonna be in different states. So there's a good chance that we won't be doing that Sunday, but uh, we will be doing this Sunday and we're gonna try to do what we can. So also we have life coaching available. It's, it's you can find it in the shop page. I think it's like the very first thing that comes up. Um, and I think there's also one in the partner with us page, but firesidegrace.com. Uh, if you need answers, you want to get closer to God, you're trying to get your walk worked out and, and stuff, or, or whatever it is, you know, you need healing from something, you, you want to you want help understanding how to interpret dreams, we don't charge for dream interpretation. So if you just need a dream interpreted, don't try and give us money for it. Um, we will do that for free. But if you want to learn how to do it, um, we'll pro- we, I mean, we have stuff out there for free on YouTube for that, but I guess it's not a good example, but FiresideGrace.com. Okay, so let's get into the prophetic words and then I'm going to get fired up and I'm going to tell you what Jesus told me and then I'm going to give you the word that he gave me today, um, the message that will help you to uh, receive your healing, receive your financial blessings and receive anything that you've been praying for from God uh, that you feel like you haven't been seeing manifested in your life, okay? Um, The first thing the Lord said to me this morning while I was praying that it is about to get ugly in D.C., They're really gonna go after Trump and anyone who supports the AZ audit results. And really, um, it's really gonna ramp up. You're gonna see Facebook really start to go crazy. Um, You're gonna see the news start to go crazy. And what it is, is they're gonna try and run a counterintelligence campaign against the results that are coming out in (laughs) MARICOPA, okay? Uh, They're going to go after Trump and anyone who supports the AZ results. Uh, They're going to push their voting bill hard, and they're going to try and make it look like anyone that doesn't vote for this and that is not in favor of this is a racist. That's their whole thing. Imagine this. A bunch of white people telling everybody what's racist and what's not racist. Yeah, that worked out real good in the past, didn't it? Oh, okay. (laughs) Anyway. Anyway. they're going to use the term Jim Crow. They're just going to throw around that term Jim Crow. Like we're out here oppressing people and telling you back of the bus and stuff like that. You know, um, I, I really do hate racism to be honest. Um, and I'm not saying this to, to try and justify or validate anything, but a very large portion of my family is African American. Uh, my uncle passed away from COVID. Um, he was, he's African-American. All my cousins are African-American. Um, and so uh, racism really does bother me. It really does. You know? So don't think that I'm saying that. Uh, don't think that I'm saying in any way, shape, or form that I'm condoning racism. But I hate that people are out there throwing out these terms and just calling people Nazis and racists because they don't agree with them. I think that's bullcrap to be perfectly honest and i think it's very hateful and it's very divisive and it hurts our nation rather than just disagreeing with somebody and and being hateful and mean and rude and getting angry that's not how we deal with things that's not how mature people deal with things as a christian if you have an offense against me I 100% fully expect you to email me, firesidegrace at yahoo.com and tell me what your offense is and we will walk through it with you. I'd prefer if you didn't do it in our comment section on YouTube that you would just email us. But if you want to do it through the comment section, fine. We had somebody leave because they felt like they were mocking us. We reached out to them to try and uh, reconcile and say, hey, no, that's not what's going on. That's not what happened. Let's talk about this and as christians it's our job that if somebody is offended with us that we seek reconciliation really it's your job if you're offended to seek reconciliation because it says if you have an offense against your brother doesn't it or does it say if your brother has offense against you whatever whatever it says either way as reasonable adults we should be able to have a conversation and discuss it like adults like brainy and i if we are offended we don't argue we don't let things fester, we deal with it then and there. Like if, if somebody made a sarcastic remark, we know that that's a sign of something that's going on because sarcasm is passive aggressive and passive aggressive means that there's something that's bothering you inwardly, but you're too afraid to address it, right? That's how passive aggressive works. So let's man up. Let's man up and stop throwing around the race card and start saying, this is what's bothering me. And this is what I believe. And this is why it offends me that you don't believe that way. And let's try and meet on common grounds, right? We're not going to always be able to not offend people. Every day I offend somebody. It's the way of life. Jesus offended people. Jesus offended the very people that he came to save because he spoke truth. And maybe the truth is offensive to you. I don't know. Anyway, let me get off my high horse here. I had a dream that there was rioting in miami i don't know why i felt like there was it was a big deal like it was a big deal of rioting and i don't know why or what was going on but miami-dade is coming under attack right now and i feel like the miami-dade area in florida is coming under attack because there's about to be some things that are exposed and uprooted out there and basically we're seeing that uh there's been shootings there's been uh, a building collapsed i saw somebody sent that to me Uh, i think uh, johnny utah sent that to me um last night and i prayed because i was like oh that's horrible you know who wants to see somebody who's living in buildings and the building collapses you know that's that's horrible so let's pray about miami let's pray that if there's going to be a riot that it's that it's um, no damage is lost, no property is lost, that it's stopped. I would rather pray that it's completely stopped and doesn't even happen. I would rather look wrong and tell you what God said would happen if we didn't pray and then pray and prevent it. I would rather look wrong and look like a false prophet for saying, for saying, let's pray against this and prevent it. I don't care because if I'm doing God's will, that's what matters to me. If we're praying and we're seeing God's will be done on earth as it is in heaven, that's what matters doesn't matter if you look like you're right or you're wrong. It doesn't matter. Because you saw there was steal, kill, and destroy and you prayed for God's will to be done, okay? Um, So we need to pray and prevent that. Pence will be vindicated. I know this is a hard one for people to hear. A lot of people read Linwood's article about um, uh, his, his, uh, what do you call it? His deposition, I guess, from the person who supposedly said that Donald Trump or uh, that Pence was a homosexual and, and this and that, and he's a uh, he's a traitor and, and all this stuff. Um, I don't know if that's true or false, but I'm going to tell you what the Lord told me. He said that Pence will be vindicated. A lot of dis- disinformation has been spread concerning him, but he will be vindicated. He's an independent thinker and doesn't take kindly to people who are bullies. However, his character will be tested in the coming weeks as his return to the white house approaches a moment of decision will determine if he proceeds with 45 in the coming weeks and the second election uh so here's another one uh 45 is out this is what the lord said and i find this very interesting let me flip that back over he said that 45 is out doing rallies and this is actually uh the 2021 campaign trail that maybe not Physically, but at least spiritually, Trump perceives that uh, he needs to campaign. And the Lord is telling me that this is a setup for the the next election, okay? Um, Whether it be 2024 or 2022. I can't. YouTube. I can't say anything. (laughs) Anyway. Anyway. so this is actually a champagne trail, okay? Um, and this means that the Lord the Lord is using this to redeem and to prepare for what we're gonna see next. So just think about that. He's champagneing, okay? And I'm not saying he's getting drunk, it's a co- code word, he's champagneing, okay? Um, he's getting out there to make himself known as if we'd forget him. Uh, literally, when I saw what happened on 11-3, I was so sad, I felt like I just lost a grandpa. You know what I mean? Like I was like, no. That's my sad face. My sad face isn't very different from my my uh, my not smiling face. My not smiling face is basically an RBF. <laughs> I've literally had people go, "Why are you so mad?" And I'm like, "What are you talking about? I'm just not smiling." Look, like, smile. No smile. I literally have an RBF. (laughs) Don't look up what that means. It's not, it's not polite. (laughs) Okay, so he's out, he's giving people hope and he's giving, excuse me, he's giving them something to rally around. Okay, Um, in an attempt to find criminal charges, didn't intimidate him, therefore he didn't run away. And this is symbolic of him not backing down from what God has called him to do, because there is a law of sowing and reaping, the Dems will reap their harvest of their false claims, their lies, their treachery, the blood they shed, their secret deals. Their fate shall be, exp- their fate shall be exposure, jail and life sentences. This is a prophetic word from the Lord here, and it's going to get better in a second here. Uh, they will become political prisoners in a cell on an island outside of the reunited states. Of America their divide and conquer tactic will leave them divided and unable to defend themselves the Lord declares this is when Jesus I had that open vision and Jesus started speaking into my ear the Lord declares I will tear down the walls they put up I will mend the divide I will shut up and put away those who tried to shut up the voices of the world I will blow through this land as a mighty rushing wind blowing open doors that men tried to shut I will shed light on the darkness and remove the demonic forces power to hide and conceal their sin. I have assigned a Jehu to tear down the altars, to destroy the false prophets, and to call down fire from heaven, igniting even that which seemed impossible to be lit. My holy fire will sweep across this land as I expose the depths of depravity that have been hidden for generations. Because of this depravity, unrighteousness, unholiness that will be exposed, America and even the world will be so shaken that they will desire to walk in holiness. Amen. Praise God for that. There's more. I had to get a second notebook because I ran out of notes. Okay. Before the end of this year, revival will sweep. Excuse me. Before the end of this year, revival will sweep the land so powerful that no one shall stop it. From California to New York, none shall stop this. The outpouring of the Spirit of God on all flesh, not only on those that have already called on me, will lead to billions being saved. My holy conviction will cause even the hardest of hearts to lay down their lives in exchange for mine. Rest assured, the day and hour of judgment for the wickedness in America is upon us. Okay. So that was the end of what the Lord said. And uh, that's about how I heard it while I was writing it down, too. Pretty powerful stuff. Uh, Judgment has come on to the current family that's sitting as the acting chief over America. And uh, it's not going to be pretty when it gets exposed. Judgment on that whole family. They're going to be treated like Ahab's family was. And Jezebel... (laughs) You know when elijah cursed jezebel and said you know the dogs will eat you and or whatever your bones will be carried away well the eunuchs the ones that the ones that were impartial basically they didn't have a uh, they didn't have a set basically they didn't have a vested interest they threw down that wicked queen and the dogs tore her to pieces well the dogs I don't, I'm not saying that anyone's going to be physically harmed, but when Trump releases the hounds to go after the corruption in America, their lives will be torn to pieces. And it is painful, but I want to see justice, but I also want to see repentance. As a Christian, I want to see repentance, but I also want to see justice served. And a person can repent and justice can still be served because there are consequences for your actions in the flesh. Even when you repent, sometimes the Lord is merciful and will make things just kind of go away. But other times, He's like, "Okay, I forgive you. You're gonna to go to heaven, but you know you still did all this stuff, so there's gonna to have to be some consequences." Okay, um, and that's a that's a horrible thing. I, it's a it's a horrible thing. To, to have to come under judgment from the Lord is so much easier for us to judge ourselves so we don't have to come under judgment. And if we would just get a hold of that teaching and judge ourselves, it would change everything. All right. Here's what the Lord has for me for you today for a teaching. Have you ever prayed, Lord, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. You know what I'm talking about. You know what I'm talking about. The Lord's prayer. And I know some people say, well, it's not the Lord's Prayer. He wasn't praying. He was just giving us a guide to, to know how to pray. Well, I don't care. It's called the Lord's Prayer. So it's a Lord's Prayer. He, he said, this is how I pray. So you pray. huh? He was setting an example for us. All right. So the Greek word for will that's used in uh, when he says, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven in the Lord's Prayer is actually 2309 in the Strong's Concordance. It's the leia or the leo, or or however you say it. And it means the will to wish or to want what is best for somebody so in matthew 18 uh in matthew 8 2 when the leper says lord if you're willing you're able to cleanse me what he's actually saying is god if you want what's best for me you can heal me okay and now you might be saying well he was talking to jesus he wasn't saying god he said lord okay he has said if it's jesus's will Mm, what did jesus do Jesus only did what he saw the Father do. And is Jesus God? Mm-hmm. And you may say that he's not. You may say, oh, he never said he was God. But he actually did. And if we want to get into that discussion, I'll put those scriptures out there for you. I've done a lot of research on it. He said he was the Son of God. The Pharisees said he was the Son of God. Um, the the word to be called the Anointed One, the Messiah, and, uh, in his day and age meant to be called the son of the most high. And they say that when they're actually um, uh, prosecuting him and slapping him in the face and spitting on him and all this stuff. The Pharisees say that. But if you're saying, well, he still wasn't calling him God, let's read the rest of the scripture, shall we? Uh, uh, The whole verse says, and behold, a leper came and worshiped him saying, Uh uh oh, I just made some devils flee from that. And behold, a leper came worshiping him saying, Lord, if you are willing, you can make me clean. Okay, so unlike the angels that say, don't worship me, I'm just a servant, Jesus accepted that worship because he knew, I was there from the beginning. I'm the word of God. In the beginning was the word, the word was with God, and the word was God. And without the word, all things were created through the word, and without the word, nothing was created. Go read John 1. Just read it right straight through. Um, I'll read it. Jesus accepted his worship as the role of God's ambassador, implementing God's will on earth, and he healed him. Right? So Jesus only did what he saw the Father do. So the man said, the man said to Jesus, basically the word for will means the best wishes, the best of, Okay. So the man said to Jesus, Lord, if you want what's best for me, heal me. Does God want what's best for you? Does he always want what's best for you? That is not a trick question. Yes, he does. Everything does not happen according to God's will. Okay? Everyone says, oh, God's in control. But what they're secretly trying to say is it's all going according to God's will. If it wasn't God's will, this wouldn't happen. Well, that's not true. Because if everything went according to God's will, not everybody would go to hell. Or not everybody would, like, let me rephrase that. Everybody would go to heaven and get saved. Because God's will is that none shall perish, but all will find everlasting life through Jesus Christ. Go read John 3.16. This is basic Christianity, okay? So not everything happens according to God's will. If it did, then why would God have to work out things for the good of those that of those who love him and are called according to his purpose you see what i'm saying so your sickness your the poverty that you're going through the the feeling like god's not listening to you or you're you're afraid or whatever that's not the best of what god has for you that's not the will of god all right so listen what is happening in heaven remember this the leper said lord he was worshiping jesus as god and he said, Lord, let's just say God, God, if you want what's best for me, heal me. If you want what's best for me, heal me. So when we go to when we go to God and think about this, when we're praying and we say, God, if it's your will, let it happen. You, let's say you have a car. It's a piece of trash. You know, transmission's gone. you have blown an O-ring. You know, or something like that. You got white smoke coming out to your exhaust and it's, it's going. Duh, 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 duh. Your engine's overheating. Your brakes are dead. And you say, Lord, if it's your will, will you please send me a new car? What you're saying is, Lord, if you want what's best for me, please send me a new car. There should be no doubt in your heart. No doubt in your mind that God wants what's best for you. So I'm taking away that ability to say, if it's your will. And every time you say, if it's your will, I want you to to hear yourself say, Lord, if you want what's best for me. Hey, Jesus, I've been struggling with this. This uh, This is just rhetorical. I've been struggling with this cancer. If it's your will, please heal me from it. Lord, I've been struggling with this cancer. If you want what's best for me, heal me. And what did Jesus say? It's my will. You are cleansed. Is that what he said? Yes. He said, it is my will. I do want what's best for you. Speaking as God there, not just as man. I want what's best for you. Well, then we have to think, what is in heaven? What is it like in heaven? Is there sickness? Does heaven run according to God's will perfectly? Yes. Is there sickness? Well, there's no sickness in heaven. Is there sin? No, well, there's no sin in heaven. Is there lack or poverty? No, there's no lack or poverty. In fact, God's so rich that the streets are made of gold. So Lord, if it's your will, please pay my bills for me. Lord, if you want what's best for me, pay my bills. Is there any doubt in your heart right now? Truly, look in your heart. Judge yourself. Reason with yourself. Where am I struggling? Where am I in lack? Where does it appear things are not lining up according to God's will in my life? And say, Lord, if you want the best for me, what you're saying is, Lord, if you want the best for me, it's doubt. It's doubt, guys. He came worshiping God in doubt and said, if you want what's best for me, heal me. Jesus could have looked at him and went, it's my will that you stay sick, but he never, ever turned away somebody for healing. He said to the woman, "It's." he said to her, listen, this is what we take the bread. The bread represents the body. The body is broken for the healing. Listen to this. Listen to this. When the woman came to him and said, Lord, my daughter's sick and needs to be healed, Jesus said, it's not right for me to give bread for to the dogs. I've come for the people of Israel, right? He was saying, I'm actually on assignment for here. This isn't, you know, this isn't like, I'm not supposed to be doing this for you, basically, is kind of what it sounds like. It's not what he was actually saying. And he said he compared the bread healing. Healing was the bread, right? And then she had faith and said, yeah, but even the dogs get to eat from the master's table. And he said, because of your faith, you're healed. It was the bread, the healing. It was when she came, he didn't deny her the healing that she sought after, but said, I'm only here for Israel. And then she said what she was gonna say, and he said, here's the bread, here's the healing. So even then, when it looked like he was turning away someone for healing, he wasn't. A lot of people, you have to come to Jesus to get what's his will. So if you're struggling with finances, if you're if you're poor, you can't pay your bills, you're getting behind, that's not God's will for your life. That's not the best for you. That's not you living your best. I'm not to sound like Joel Osteen, but that's I'm giving you the scriptural basis behind this. Um, But that's not God's best for you if you're in lack or if you're in sickness or if you're in confusion or doubt or being abused or any of this. You just say, God, you want what's best for me. Give me what's best for me and get me out of this situation because that's your will. And he is faithful to to uphold his promises because he can't deny himself. So even when we're faithless, this is scripture, look it up. Even when we're faithless, God is faithful to uphold his will. So I call you forth now. I call you out now. I call out sickness. I command sickness to leave in every form. I don't care what it is. I don't care if it's a missing limb or if it's arthritis or COPD or anything. I'm calling you out now in the name of Jesus Christ. Come out. Bodies, be whole and be healed from head to toe now in Jesus name. The will of God be done in your life. The best of what God wants for you is done in your life now. I'm speaking to the spirit of poverty, spirit of depression and suicide and every demonic force. And I command you to leave now. And I loose ministering spirits to come into your life. Everybody who's listening to this and bring you the best of what God has to offer you now. In Jesus name. Amen. Love you guys. Be blessed. Like and subscribe. Make sure that you're getting notifications turned on and everything because we've been being shadow banned. Love you guys. And I will talk to you. What's today? Today's Friday? Or is today Saturday? I'll talk to you guys on Sunday. Today's Friday. So tomorrow's my Sabbath. Love you guys. Be blessed. I'll see you later. Bye.